Pierre Mariotte at Ecosummit 2016, um, with Marcel van der Heyden, who is Associate Editor of Journal of Ecology and also researcher at Agroscope near Zurich in Switzerland. And I'm here with him to talk about soil biodiversity and effects on ecosystem function. So from the beginning of the, the conference, we saw many um, talk about plant traits and especially from uh, JP Grime and Sandra Diaz and with, with this plant traits approach and how it affects soil, soil biodiversity, soil processes. And Marcel, your, your approach is a bit different because you're focusing on how soil affects plants. Can you tell us a little bit more about how soil biodiversity affects plants and outcome for soil processes? Uh, yes. So what a number of people have now shown is that if, if the land is very intensively used, very intensive tillage, deep tillage, a lot of fertilizer input, that a lot of soil organisms, earthworms, are affected by tillage or mycorrhizal fungi, and other organisms are affected by fertilization. So a lot of soil organisms their, their abundance is declined uh, through uh, intensive agriculture, so very intensive agriculture. And so in our work, we now want to do the next step. So all, a lot of people have shown the last 10, 20 years, and even also already earlier, that there is this decline of, of soil biodiversity and that particular functional groups of, of soil biota also are disappearing or become very rare. And so we wanted then to know how that uh, influences uh, the functioning of those agricultural, but also natural systems. So we, in, in one, in our research, but also others uh, did that. For example, Francesca de Vries with Richard Barchet. They look at how changes of soil biota affected by land use change, how that then affects the provisioning of soil ecosystem services. And we found actually uh, quite a very strong result that the overall functioning, uh, it's basically expressed as multifunctionality, that is positively related to soil biodiversity. That means the more organisms you have in the soil, the better the system is, is working, uh, there, there is less uh, leaching, productivity is, is, is okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw this morning on your talk that you, you try to see the effect of different group of microorganisms. And what did you learn from this experiment where you have like mycorrhiza and other organisms and do they act together or do they have their own function in the in the soil? Uh, that's of course a very uh, good question. Uh, obviously uh, soils uh, contain many different groups of organisms. They are organized in clom- complex uh, networks. Mycorrhizal fungi, nematodes, uh, microarthropods, uh, angiotrates, etc. And they all interact. So it's, it's obviously very difficult sometimes uh, to, to, if you manipulate soil biodiversity, if you manipulate many different groups at the same time, it's just obviously very difficult to, to say that organism is responsible mm-hmm. for particular functions. But uh, through uh, new statistical models, uh, structural equation modeling, it is possible to at least get an indication by kind of this kind of a correlation regression analysis to see which organisms correlate with which functions. And then we see, for example, that particular groups of bacteria uh, correlate to particular ecosystem functions and that, for example, mycorrhizal fungi impact plant diversity. So, the, the, these, of course, it's not experimental proof, but uh, it's, it's, it's indirect evidence, but strong evidence that you see that different groups uh, do different things. And so the, the, the sum of more organisms gives then an added value. Mm-hmm. And, uh it's, uh, it's very important to know the fundamental you know, role of soil biodiversity, but how can we translate that 
let's say, to agriculture, for example, which very intensified, and there is generally low soil biodiversity. So, how can we learn from natural system and improve agriculture? Yeah, so so I think that's also something for the future. Uh, many things are, so to say, correlated. So, if you have very intensive agriculture, you have a lot of of environmental uh, effects. For example, nutrient losses are very high. There's a lot of nitrogen leaching. There's a lot of nitrogen going into the air through the process of denitrification. And, and our idea is that uh, farmers will uh, take measures that promote basically uh, soil biodiversity and also promote more the, the, the use of internal cycles into agricultural ecosystems so that the losses are lower but that still productivity can be maintained uh, at a good level or maybe there's a, a slight reduction, 10% reduction in productivity but still a, a good productivity to have enough yield to also mm -hmm. feed uh, the people. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, it's a basis for a sustainable agriculture, I'm guessing, including soil biodiversity into like a good agriculture, productive, Maybe exactly, yeah, little, little bit less productive, but at least sustainable. Yes, and I think one one very simple measure, which is actually I'm, I'm working in Switzerland, and the government uh, has uh, gives direct payment to the farmers, and in order for farmers to get these direct payments, they have to do a crop rotation, so that they cannot have uh, maize monocultures or or, or or a long time wheat, so they have to do crop rotations. And, and that automatically has a, has a positive impact on, on soil, uh, soil biodiversity and various groups of soil organisms. And that immediately already contributes to a more sustainable agriculture. Mm -hmm. And that's something which is very simple. We're also working at organic farming. This is, of course, a more, uh, more in, it's not extreme, but it's, a, it's again a different approach. That means you do not use any pesticides anymore. And there, of course, it's even more important to, to, to use these natural uh, processes to, to have a good yield. But of course, still, you want to have the highest yield. Also, with organic farming, you, you want to produce something. Mm -hmm. And uh, the theme of the last ESA conference was Anthropocene, so the era of human influence. And the summit in Montpellier is about engineering change. So it seems like the natural continuation of, uh, like, there is global change, climate is warming, agriculture is intensifying, and now it's time to make a change. And what would be your recommendation, for example, for the next generation, um, in which way science should go and in which way ecology should go to tackle challenge of the future? Yeah, so there are different options. So at the scientific level, I, I think I mentioned that at the beginning, there's now a lot of evidence how different land use practices influence soil, uh, soil communities, the, the microbiome, the, uh, all the different groups of microbes in the soil. So I think at a scientific level, in my particular research field, I think uh, one, one big challenge is to, 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 to understand under field conditions how important soil biodiversity is and how it's, for example, possible to enhance carbon sequestration, reduce nutrient leaching losses and enhance the cycling. And I think the, the results which we got so far and also other people, they are still usually based on, on relatively artificial model systems. But the next uh, frontier, from my point of view, is to really show such things also under real, real field conditions and to really provide and also guidance for farmers and policy policymakers. I mentioned already crop rotation, which is in a way a sim very simple tool to, to uh, promote uh, soil life and to make a system more sustainable. Thank you very much for agreeing to, to say a few words for Journal of Ecology. All right, thank you very much, uh, Pierre. Thank you. Yeah.